Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you have a wonderful, you are, I hope you're having a wonderful start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSPNs, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Listen, wherever you choose to listen, that's where we're going to be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. And you'll get the latest content when it's available. And typically, that means you're going to enjoy new content nearly every day from the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And it simply starts with this. You have to imagine that the Braves are glad to finally be back in Atlanta. A a tough West Coast road trip. You know, the Braves had some success, but they were 4-4. and And as I mentioned on yesterday's Hammer, the Braves literally, it had been four months since the Braves had lost consecutive series until this past road trip against the Mariners and the Giants. And as we discussed, much of it has to do with the fact that the Braves have just been struggling offensively, especially at the top of their order. Overall, yes, they're still above average on the season in September what have you, but the Braves' top of the order has struggled now for six weeks when you compare it to what they're capable of. But the Braves are back home. They're likely thankful to be back home. And while I won't go as far as to say they control their own destiny, the Braves still have plenty, plenty of opportunity to find themselves where they want to be, which basically is to, is atop the NL East division. And in the second spot in the National League playoff positioning, which, as I mentioned before, could be the most beneficial playoff position to be in this year's NL playoffs. If the Braves can get that second spot, that means they've won the division, that means that they get a needed bye, and that they're likely going to be facing off against an opponent that, on paper, they're better than in the divisional round of the playoffs. But before we get into discussing what potentially the playoffs could look like, the Braves first have to earn their spot there, and hopefully it'll be the most beneficial spot they can get. But what it starts with is the fact that the Braves' path to where they want to go when it comes to the playoffs is going to be determined by how successful they'll be against their NL East rivals. But before we get to that, Let's first reset the scene. What we like to do here on the Hammer during the home stretch of the season on Fridays is resetting the scene. The Braves now are 88 and 55, 19 games left this season. As I mentioned, all 19 games coming against their NL East rivals. At 88 and 55, 
The Braves right now are one game behind the Mets in the NL East division. The Mets last night were able to get a victory over the Pirates. They'll play three more against the Pirates this weekend while the Braves face off against the Phillies. And though the Braves are one, only one game behind the Mets, with the Braves having 19 games left and the Mets having 17 games left, the Mets still remain the heavy favorites to win the division. It's 68.7% while the Braves currently are at 31 0.3%. Now, the good news is, is that the Braves are currently in the first wild card spot, which as we've discussed before, if things were to stay the same, that means the Braves would host all three games in that first round of the new playoff format this year. They would host all three games in Atlanta. And it doesn't seem like they're in danger of that changing. It, it's going to be very, very unlikely that the Braves are going to finish lower than fourth or finish lower than the first wild card spot in the National League playoff setup. And the good thing also is the fact that, you know, it seems as if the Braves remain towards the top of Major League Baseball when it comes to odds to win the World Series. Right now, Fangraphs actually has the Mets as the highest odds at 16.5%. The Braves right now are fourth at 13.1%. But as I mentioned, despite where the Braves currently stand, what's ultimately going to determine where they end up at the end of this season is how successful they are against the National League East. Now, on the surface, the Braves have actually been very successful once again. You know, this has been a big reason why the Braves have won four straight division titles is because of how well they've done against their NL East rivals over the past four years, and they've continued that this year. 35-22 and 22 so far this season against their NL East opponents. But as Sonia Chin of MLB.com pointed out very well in an article that she wrote yesterday, getting a bit deeper into the numbers reveals that it's especially how successful the, the Braves will be against the Phillies and the Mets, how successful the Braves will be in their 10 remaining games against those two teams, seven against the Mets and three against the, or seven against the Phillies and three against the Mets. That will ultimately determine where the Braves will wind up at the end of the season. Because of that 35 and 22 record, the Braves are 22 and 7 against the Marlins and the Nationals. The Braves have dominated those two teams as they should. But against the Mets and the Phillies, the Braves are a combined 13 and 15, 7 and 9 against the Mets, and 6 and 6 against the Phillies. And it, and you know, it kind of makes sense. The Mets the Mets and Phillies along with the Braves have 3 of the 5 best records in the National League. They have three of the ten best records in the majors. The only other division right now that features three teams with 80-plus wins is the NL East. Or the AL East, excuse me. The NL East and AL East are the only two divisions right now that have three teams with 80 or more wins. So, yeah. You would hope that the Braves have had their chances to have a better record against the Phillies and the Mets this year, but it also kind of makes sense. You've got two very good teams in the Mets and Phillies so far this year, and the Braves have had their struggles with them at times, but what will ultimately decide where the Braves wind up is not only how successful they are against the NL East in the remaining games, but especially against the Phillies and the Mets. And that starts this weekend when it comes to the Braves facing off against the Phillies. On one hand, 
it's going to be a lot of fun because some of the National League's best arms are going to be on the mound every single night that the Braves face off against the Phillies this weekend. But on the other hand, the Braves are going to have to face a much deeper lineup with the Phillies than they faced, you know, here recently. Because a certain player by the name of Bryce Harper is back and healthy in the Philadelphia lineup once again. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Back at the 1st of September, when the Braves were welcoming the uh, Miami Marlins to Atlanta over Labor Day weekend to start off the month of September. You know, that Friday night, the Braves were going to face off against San- Sandy Alcantara. And at that time, I think it was fair to say that Alcantara was still the clear favorite for the National League Cy Young Award. But as I had mentioned then, the distance between Alcantara and other logical candidates for the National League Cy Young may not have been as far off or may not have been as distant as people might think. In other words, if Alcantara were to not be as dominant in September and some other pitchers had very good Septembers, that gap to be, could be closed and the National League Cy Young could become more of a you know multi-pitcher race for the National League Cy Young than many may have previously thought. And I still think Alcantara probably is the favorite for the Cy Young Award. But when you look at the overall value of pitchers so far this year, it definitely has become a a race where you could make cases for multiple pitchers to be in the running for the National League Cy Young. And as a matter of fact, you honestly could make a case that the Braves could have three pitchers finish in the top 10 of the National League Cy Young race this year. Now, for Kyle Wright, it's not necessarily been due to value. He's, he's you know, currently he's he's uh, in, in the top 25, 
when it comes to overall F-War this season, but he does lead the National League in wins with 18. But when it comes to the top five pitchers right now in the National League in F-War, the Braves are well represented, but they also have faced off against a couple of them. Right now, the most valuable pitcher so far this season in the National League is Carlos Rodon, who the Braves just faced on Wednesday and unfortunately lost to 4-1. to one. Second is going to be the man that the Braves have faced more often than any other pitcher over the past few years, and Aaron Nola. He'll be on the mound on Saturday for the Phillies against the Braves. And then you have Alcantara, Max Freed. And out of nowhere, right now, the pitcher that has the fifth highest F4 in the National League, Spencer Strider. So on Friday, it's going to be Rangers Suarez for the Phillies versus Max Freed. On Saturday, it's going to be Jaco DeRizzi for the Braves against Aaron Nola. And then on Sunday, it's going to be Bailey Falter for the Phillies against Spencer Strider. But each night out, two for the Braves and one for the Phillies, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Friday and Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, Braves fans are going to get to enjoy a pitcher who legitimately could finish in the top five of the National League Cy Young Award race. And make no mistake about it, if Max Freed or Aaron Nola were to have a dominant end to their season, especially Max Freed, if Max Freed can have a dominant end to the season and be a big reason why the Braves wind up winning the division, they could find themselves putting together a resume that could lead to them being considered for the Cy Young and actually winning it. Again, I think Alcantara probably is still the favorite for the award, but Max Freed and Aaron Nola have plenty of opportunities, in my opinion, to still make this a close race in the end. Now, for Spencer Strider, I don't necessarily know if there's been enough innings for him to be able to actually be considered for the award, but I do, and not officially, but I just don't think that his body of work is as lengthy, obviously, as others are, though it's been most impressive. He's been one of the more impressive pitchers in baseball now for months. I just don't know if Spencer Strider will have the overall workload that the others do to actually be considered in the top three or four of the award. But that's the treat that Atlanta fans are in for this weekend. Each day, they're going to be able to witness one of the best pitchers in the National League, and in my opinion, for Max Fried and Aaron Nola, they're going to be able to witness a pitcher who can still put together a strong finish to the season to actually give themselves a chance to win the Cy Young Award. Hopefully, that's exactly what will happen to Max Freed, and the Braves will have to halt Nola's campaign from really getting going by hopefully having some success against him on Saturday. But the other big narrative, besides strong starting pitching in this weekend series against the Phillies, is this is that the Braves are going to be facing a deeper Phillies lineup than they face in the wild. Both Bryce Hopper and Gene Segura, Segura have been out of the lineup for significant times this season, and that includes missing a few of the series that the Braves have played against the Phillies previously. Well, now with Segura back, as well as Harper back, this Phillies team is playing very good baseball. They've won five in a row until last night. 
And they also are producing very good offensive numbers. Bryce Harper is right back to producing, you know, at the, you know, elite near MVP levels, though his power has not necessarily been there. He's still producing at, at a difference-making level, as he always seems to do. But the Braves are going to be facing a deep Phillies lineup. You've still got Kyle Schwarber and others who at times have shown they can be difference makers as well. So this Phillies lineup is going to be stronger than it has been in a while when it comes to the competition that the Braves are going to face. And this all leads right back to the main point, the main narrative to watch this weekend. Can the Braves' best hitters step up and be the difference makers we know they can be and we need for them to be? Specifically, can Matt Olson and Austin Riley break out of their funks and get going once again? Because that's what's going to be needed. At the end of the day, we could talk about all the different hypotheticals. At the end of the day, we could talk about how realistic it is that the Braves can get the job done. At the end of the day, we could talk about this, we could talk about that. But unless the Braves' top of the order gets back going at the level that is expected from the talents at the top of the Braves' order, it's going to be hard for the Braves to have the success they want to this year. Is it likely that they'll do it? Yes. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to eventually get back to some very productive form. You hope that it happens sooner rather than later, especially when it comes to the Braves facing off against a very good team in the Phillies. So beyond the great pitching that's going to be on the mound this weekend, can the Braves prove that they're the deeper, more talented lineup against a Phillies lineup that is better overall talent-wise than the Braves have faced in a while? In at least two in two of these three pitching matchups, the Braves should very much like their odds. But that only comes true if the Braves' offense actually performs to its ability to be able to support the pitching and get the job done. So it's going to be a lot of fun being able to see all this pitching talent in person, seeing Bryce Harper back on the field. Now I think I'll admit in a heartbeat, baseball is at its best when you know some you know one of its best talents like Bryce Harper is healthy and playing, just like we're seeing Mike Trout produce at the elite level that he has. But of course. Neither one of them are Michael Harris II, who's been absolutely outstanding over the past six weeks. Plenty of fun, plenty of narratives, plenty of storylines, plenty of significant baseball will be played this weekend, and hopefully the Braves will be able to get the job done and get another series win under their belts. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on The Daily Hammer. You can find The Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and at Battery and, and, and at Battery at Power SBN across all forms of social media, and free on all, all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, have a great day. Go Braves, and we'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer.